0: Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm Salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! Hello. I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to The Real House Bears. I'm going to have a kegger later. (laughs) And I'm inviting the Real House Bears podcast. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I should have invited the Real House Bears podcast to my Vita Tequila party. <laughs> Gosh, that was so stupid of me. That oh, was probably the worst decision I've ever made in my life. I should have invited the Real House Bears podcast to my Vita Tequila party. Oh god. <laughs> I love the, when you do Jackie, you chew gum. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why, but I to last... chew gum for all the Jersey ladies that your Jersey For some theme? reason, I feel like Jersey people are always that chewing is, gum. I that, think it gets me in character. That is a stereotype in a lot of like movies, like my cousin Vinny and stuff like that. Hey, what's the what's the problem with yours? That's kind of how Joe Gorga was in this episode. <laughs> was, I mean, you're still sort up of your game, like doing two podcastings <laughs> a week. Well, I feel like I need to show respect. Yeah. To each episode and each. Franchise. Okay. Okay. So while we're doing two episodes, I think that's what I'm going to have to start doing. Well, it's something new. That's you go. You stretch yourself. I will stretch myself like Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> You're too young to know Stretch Armstrong. Oh, I had one, did and then you? yeah, and I ended up cutting it open because I needed to know what was inside of it. Who didn't? Uh, everyone did. Who didn't? Well, first you try to stretch its arms completely off, yes. but it was literally impossible. So you had to bust out a knife. Yes. Uh, it, and uh, waste your parents' money. Get your parents' so, Yes, absolutely. It intrigued me. Yeah. My family thought I was a serial killer when they found <laughs> the body all <laughs> dismantled. <laughs> and a ransom note cut out with letters. <laughs> <next> to <laughs> saying, give me more cookies or this will happen to you next. <laughs> Everywhere was spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is real Housewives of Salt Lake City Finale week. Yo, it's a sad. It is very, very... But I'm also kind of relieved because this has been an exhausting, exhausting season. I feel exactly the same way. You know, people have really been posting a lot about, like, I don't know what to do without all of this chaos in my life. I'm going to be able to breathe. That's all that. Because it's been rough. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, once you leave one episode, you're already, like... Kind of looking forward to and writing the next episode at the same time. I feel like it was the most chaotic season of a franchise. It was intense from the beginning. Like, people, I don't understand people who are like, oh my God, this season of Salt Lake City was so boring. I'm like, if you only want a Jen Shaw story, then you're watching the wrong show. It's an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. The The only time I felt this way about a season was, I can't remember which season it was, but it was a Vanderpump Rules. It was like f- maybe five seasons back, but it was with Jack's... Cheating on Britney and all this other stuff. But that season, literally every episode, it was a new turmoil. And I was, I didn't understand how somebody could have so much drama in their lives between a bunch of teenagers or not teenagers, 20 year olds. At right. Time, I think. But, anyways, <laughs> like, for I, I still remember that season because I was like, that was the most intense season I've ever seen. But this Salt Lake City season has been really intense. It was more intense than last season of Beverly Hills to oh, me. Yeah. Beverly Hills had such great, like, comedic relief with Kathy Hilton. And I think that lessened up a lot of the issues. Luckily, Heather Gay tried to in this season, but there was... you couldn't. There's only so many jokes that you can do, and, yeah. and, and feel better about this life. <laughs> yes. Someone did recently on TV say that Heather Gay was one of the confessional queens. Yeah, on Bravo, they were yeah, t- talking about we'll that. Maybe yeah, we'll let's watch what happens live. Yeah, she is really great. At she the is the confessional queen. Absolutely. Yeah. Because the question was, do you think um, Skinny Girl? Who's this? Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel. Is she the queen of... of I mean, she is. I mean, they are. She's good, but I mean, Heather Gay, man. Yeah, she's always got some great one-liners. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So, we missed an episode last week. You know, Salt Lake City took a week off, and we kind of had to take a week off, too. We had a lot going on. You had something seriously big happened to you. Yeah, so something major that uh, you're hearing it here first. Like literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Danny Pellegrino doesn't know. Andy Kellan probably doesn't even know. <laughs> no that one yet. knows about this. This is like the first public announcement of it. Mm-hmm. And how do we do get that? Anyhow Because s- we have the platform. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I met with Heather Gay and Dre Robinson, Drether. Yes. To talk about our new Salt Lake City Community Choir. hmm So Heather and Dre are going to, you know, kind of finance... This choir for people in Salt Lake City who grew up singing probably in church or in other avenues and now don't have that outlet anymore. Maybe you no longer go to the church that you used to go to or maybe you were involved in something musical in another way and, you know, just adulthood got in the way of that. Um, so And plus, we just kind of want to redefine what community means. You know, a lot of people here just grew up singing in church, and that's what they know about. And, church hymns. Yeah. So we want people to be able to still sing that church music that they loved long ago, regardless of how they might feel about their church now, and also sing some music that they didn't get to sing in church and never had the opportunity yeah, to Yeah, like Slut Pop by Kim Petras. <laughs> yes, exactly. The choral arrangement of that is going to be incredible. What would I do? want to hear. Is I want to hear. Um, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> That'd <laughs> yeah, be so fun. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so those of you who are local listeners, our Salt Lake City peeps, mm-hmm. keep an eye and an ear out. We are. It is going to be a required audition because we only have a budget for a certain amount of people that can participate and and they can you know like pay for the music and all that kind of stuff. Plus, uh, we uh, you know since this isn't like a full time job, we want people who know how to read music already. So we'll get all of those details out. We're still working on an audition date for that, but we hope to start rehearsing and performing publicly very soon. And trust me, I'll be in the background judging all of y'all singing. So you better come with your <laughs> A game. Oh, and I'll be directing. I guess I should have said yes, that. Yes, you will I'll be, directing. be directing the choir. So this was really exciting news to find out that, you know, we've been talking about it as long as we've known each other, Heather and Dre, mm-hmm. and you and I. So to find out that this is really coming to fruition is a really exciting thing. So again, keep your eyes and your ears out on our social media, Heather and Dre's social media. Um, and we'll probably get it in local magazines and news and everything else. So keep an eye out. If you love to sing, if you love choir and you want those opportunities, come join us. Well, that is so exciting. Yes, I'm very excited. So come join us. Um, now, as far as New Jersey is concerned, I know we're a week behind. This week's episode uh, of uh, our recap is actually coming out like after the next episode already airs. But you know, we've never left you hanging. Yeah. We never will. We'll get caught back up. This will be a big supersize episode again, covering New Jersey and Salt Lake City. So please just, can we just stay friends through all this? In <laughs> case you guys are so upset with us, can we just be friends? No, we can't. Oh. Why can't we be friends? (laughs) I was like, is he not going to bite it? Is he not going to bite it? (laughs) Yay! Segway teamwork! (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That was great. (laughs) Well, again, season finale starts off at Lisa and John going in to check out the progress for the Vida tequila event. And And two words. Loves it. That Lisa Barlow I love it montage. (laughs) turn me on so much like I would have well, touch myself through that for one it's awesome it's the and one second th- of all it is so easy for you to gather all those I, I love mean, it, for it was, our audio it was like 30 seconds of pure ecstasy of just a bunch of different I love it I love that I, I love mean this. there are a few th- I mean listen just hear it every time I hear Lisa Barlow say I love it I get a, I get a thrill We might have to have, like, just like a 20 I Love It montage right now. Oh, my God. Well, with my time restraints, let's not get too excited. doing that. Oh, my gosh. I love them. I love it. I love this. It's just like my invite. That's so gorgeous. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I love it. 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 Love it. I love it. I love that. I love it. I love it. I don't just like them. I love them. And then we cut to a place called Mulligan's, where Mary and Robert Junior are pretending that they've ever spent time together. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> don't tell me that they've ever that they ever do anything fun like go play putt putt. Don't try to convince me that that did not happen just for the show. <laughs> don't for, don't try to convince me that Mary only <laughs> talks to him for the show. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if Mary knows he's there when the show's not coming <laughs> oh I had a kid she, she's like make me look good I need my kid in here to talk to me where is he is he still living here <laughs> now for those of you who think I'm a Mary hater uh, you know m- most of the time I am but I am going to say something nice about her later you uh I know listen grossa uh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have to be equal opportunity opportunity podcasters. Yeah, I said something nice about her a couple seasons ago I don't, See? Know, I don't know so I I I just think she's a vile <laughs> well she is she is but i'm trying you know i'm assuming that we have some mary fans listening to or maybe they don't listen there are people that are just random mary fans and i think it's oh, mostly yeah. because of her insanity i don't think it's because of her as a person well you know, on social media some people it's a little bit of both some people are fascinated by what a cuckoo she is mm-hmm. and some some people are just very diehard people are wrong people are hard against mary people need to understand people like her for who she is too Okay, I'll stay away from those people. <laughs> so, um, if you are a Mary a fan, please continue listening. I'll, we'll try not to be too mean. Well, we don't have to because she's not going to be on next season. Well, true. <laughs> Jim Shaw is packing up her massive closet while the movers arrive. And they find, she's finally found a house that's literally half the size of Shaw Chalet 2.0. Oh, oh, oh. I want to see it. How come they haven't shown it? (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. I wanna see I wanna see this. This house. I do too. It was really weird for me when she's like telling the movers, like, you know, the legal issues that I'm going through and blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is very friendly because w- <laughs> she knows them. Well, I definitely know that they have moved her before. So yeah. they might be a family friend in some like a kid's I would friend so. or cousins' friend because I was wondering why they, they needed to know that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be talking to people that I hired to move me, even if they've only moved me before and be like, <laughs> (laughs) You know, the legal issues that I'm going through, the fraud, uh, you know? Well, the last time the guy that came fixed our air conditioner and I sat there and talked to him, I'm like, I'm just having a really hard day. Can you just talk to me? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) So there's no way that she's going to fit this entire her entire old house and her new house, even though she keeps talking about, we're going to get rid of stuff, but she doesn't really. I have no idea what how this is going to happen. They're going to have to get a storage unit. Yeah, there's no way. Because she, like I said, she's saying, oh, we're not going to, we're going to try to get rid of some stuff. But throughout the walk tour, that's going and that's going and that's going. All and that's those, going. all that artwork on the wall, the walls were plastered with stuff. Yeah, they were. Some really beautiful art too, I mm-hmm. thought. Um, but with an 8 to 10,000 dollar price tag you better find a way to make this cheaper. That's the first thing I was saying. I was like, girl, you better start packing stuff up yourself. Yes. And bring as much. I mean, you got boys. You got yes. men that live there. You tell them to start packing that stuff uh, up, get it in trucks. I'll rent a truck. Yes. I could drop that down to 2000 Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's just expecting Marilo to do it all. Like, the only thing I would leave is like the big stuff, like the bed. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, the bed. I furniture. mean, I don't know what else. Yeah, for the couch. I yeah. mean, you and I could move it for a lot cheaper. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't. I don't know if I could do that. Well, maybe. only well, yeah, a thousand dollars. Yeah. I lie. mean. F- I mean, if she's going to pay, you know, even if she downsizes down to five thousand dollars, we could do it for a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. We could run a U-Haul and move her furniture a million different times, and your back would finally just snap right in the half. <laughs> True. It's the packing part that I would have a problem with. Yeah. Um, move on to Eastlaw and Memorial Hills. Heather and her girls are having a celebration of life for Heather's late father. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that his death was sudden. Did you know that? Yeah. I knew, we, I knew that they both passed away the same year that my dad passed away. Yes. Because my dad passed away in January 2020 and... Her dad died in April, which was the middle of the pandemic. I did know that, but I didn't realize that his death was unexpected. Oh, 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 yes. um, Yeah, I didn't know it was unexpected either. Right. <laughs> um, And so you're right, they didn't get to have the funeral during the pandemic. Um, Caroline and Dean, who we met earlier in the season, and show sister. up. Two of Heather's brothers, a few other people. Dre is there. yeah. But a lot of family didn't come. The, the sister didn't show up. No, the sister that we saw earlier. Yeah, that we saw didn't earlier. Show up. She didn't and come. other, you know, the mom, oddly, stopped she, by and didn't stay. I know why she didn't stay. She did not want to be on camera. She well, didn't course, want this to right? be a camera thing. Yeah. And I, I you, her face was blurred out. She didn't want to be a part of that. Yeah, it. it was strange, though, that she would show up and just leave. Did she? It's because the cameras are there. But it was strange to me that she wouldn't have known the cameras would have been there when she was invited to come. Like, hey, we're having this memorial service. Just want to let you know that. I mean, if I were inviting people to memorial service, well, maybe, maybe, maybe she didn't. But yeah, it was sad that Heather didn't get to see it. And this, because my family was all like, I didn't reconnect with my dad until like two years before he passed away, and I didn't go to his funeral because. I would have been the only person from my family there. And it really made me sympathize with Heather here because she just has a tiny group of friends, not her whole family and stuff. And it just made me feel really bad for her that she didn't have... That she had a... Like especially if her mom and her real her other family like her family family did a funeral service without her like, that's what just th- that sad. what really broke my heart yeah the, the thought that that could have happened yeah that makes me whether really it sad. happened or not the just the knowing that my family and I are so estranged right now that they could have done that. I know that's hard for her. It's hard. Whether the truth of it is or not. So Heather gives a speech about her dad and how he really loved being a Mormon. Yeah, it was his whole life. And people on social media have been giving Heather a really hard time about talking about Mormonism the whole time and talking about herself throughout most of the speech. But... My take on it is, first of all, I'm sure the ceremony was much longer than what we saw, and Heather's entire speech was not about her relationship with her dad and her relationship with Mormonism. But you know what? Also, funerals are, are a place for people to heal. Yeah. I'm. I uh, You explain how your father meant to you and how your father made you feel. You know, that's yeah. what you do is talk about yourself. I feel funerals are meant to be healing for the people that are still alive. Yeah, and I'm sure there were lots of other things to talk about as well. But even her brother mentions how their dad's passing make them all reflect on themselves and their feelings about being a Mormon. Yeah. Because it was... it. Uh, what people don't understand around here is that... Mormon comes up in conversation on a regular basis around here. Oh yeah. No I mean what. like when you're meet new people around here, it's immediately part when you of the look con- at restaurants, there's on the menu there's Mormon potatoes and stuff. Yeah, I mean know? like it's just kind of a conversation that you can't escape. It is it is a life here. Yeah. So they sing his favorite hymn to end the ceremony. And then they have a yummy looking picnic. I wanna know where they ordered from. What a little picnic. And then that's when Heather finds out that her mom showed up and then drove off. And they all talk about how Heather's the black sheep and how she can't get away with the things that maybe some of the other people do. Yeah. And it's also just because she's so, well, she's on a TV show. Be yeah. Proud. She's very public about it. She's yeah. writing a book about it. Mm-hmm. And that is, and you know, people of that faith definitely feel like they're being betrayed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Up at the Bonneville Salt Flats. Yeah, Salt Flats. They're doing a photo shoot for Meredith's jewelry jewelry line, but you couldn't have told me that. I had no idea. I, I was like, "Oh, they're someone's coming out with a pajama line." I know. Was it? I I no. still am confused if it was her line it, or if well, it was no, just she flat jewelry. out said it was her jewelry line. She okay. flat out said jewelry line. So, um, and the, you know they had a problem. Those pajama type suits. Obviously, were borrowed because they were worried about getting Get makeup, makeup on, on them. them. Yeah. So I think they just used those as kind of like a, just a colorful color uniform. Palette. Well, it was the rainbow. In yeah. The end. So it was kind of like they were all wearing like a uniform in a way, but giving them some different individuality. Yeah. But it really just looked like a pajama ad. I would have never known it was for Meredith Marks Jewel. I I had no clue. Meredith says her jewelry is gender fluid. Get it? Girl? Anybody can wear it. Well, yeah, anybody can wear. Anybody yeah, if I could wear anything, yeah, everything's yeah. gender these days, which is <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was also awesome is we got to see Chad and Jared again. God, they are so sexy. Um, I forgot to tell you, um, Gay Faces of Bravo or something posted their pictures from that episode. And they're like, this is what we really want to see on that side. Uh-huh. something like that. They, uh, We talked about them at Seth's birthday party. Yeah, cause, and, and we ran into Chad. Ja, uh, we ran into Jared. <laughs> at the music park. At the music park. But yes. yeah, they both are just stunning men. Yeah. But yeah, and it was nice to see them. They, I'm glad that they're getting some exposure. Brooks and Chloe are like modeling seductively, and it was a, a total cringe moment. <laughs> but now, okay, I get it. Because yes. I am a model. No, I get it too. I'm a model. You're and sometimes mom. it's like acting. <laughs> True. You know, whoever you're with, it's not like you're going to make out with them, but you need to make the picture interesting. I mean, he was completely right. It was just creepy. His delivery was creepy. His delivery was really the creepy part. <laughs> we don't have to be siblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was totally yeah. creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I understand what he was saying. But Brooks was doing good. I think Brooks was doing good at modeling. Uh, I didn't. I think he was. That he was thing where he look- just, like, holds his hand up in front of his face. Do you want to know why that was for good? For angles. You want to know why that was good? Tell me why. It's because his shadow from his hand covered up a little bit of his face, but not his eyes. Plus, it was showing the bracelets on rings. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Well, you know what? That's why you are a teacher and not a model. Oh, <laughs> For someone who has been bashing Brooks Marks ever <laughs> since we started this podcast, Listen, how dare you? I don't hate people. How dare you take Brooks' side of her mind? If mine? some, <laughs> All right, I won't take Brooks' side. <laughs> Brooks, you suck. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. How no, was... I, I enjoyed Brooks. It was fun. I, I don't have a problem with Brooks normally. I just didn't think he was a great model. Um I don't didn't quite understand how Glad was involved in this. Did you understand that? I I didn't understand it. Did but Glad I think, like provide the models? Did no, you, I think it was because she used people from the LGBTQ plus community, plus it was rainbow themed, plus I think proceeds from her sales are going to go to charity for Glad. I that's the only thing that I could think of. I probably should have rewound it and rewashed it because I didn't quite understand. Well, we watched it, it. twice. <laughs> but I did spend this entire scene waiting for Brooks to come out. I was like, this is it. This is where Brooks is going to come out. It's the finale. They're at this big, huge photo shoot with all of these fantastic people. And Brooks was feeling very in the moment and excited to be around such creative and unique individuals. I was like, here it is. It's the time. I think that he's, for one, maybe already told his mom, like, I'm just still... Figuring out what my sexuality is. I don't think he's even figuring out his sexuality. It may be gay, maybe, you know, a bi, or whatever he's going to be. But there's so many, right now in this community, there are so many um, types of people out there that it, I think that if you are trying to find yourself and you have all these different options out there, you got to kind of experience them um, before you could you say, know. yeah, this is for me. Fair. Fair, I think I just really thought it was just lovely to see it would have been great Meredith being so lovely about- Meredith is such a good mother yeah she, if she's anything she is an amazing mother she just doesn't care what direction he's going in she's just proud of him yeah and I yeah. love that that's a good and one and if I would have heard that at a young age from my mom I would have come out way earlier yeah different world now mm-hmm Cut to the scene that Whitney and Justin have been dreading Y'all. ever since they filmed it. <laughs> yeah, when we, when we had them on our podcast, that's the first thing they <laughs> talked about and showed us the sex artwork. Yeah, we've seen the actual artwork. I try to lick it, but they stopped me, so it was just <laughs> weird. Uh, but yeah, he uh, they showed us to it, and Whitney... Ever since then, even when they did like a little clip of it, I think in the beginning, they did like a little hint clip of her like doing something. Well, when we were at the podcast, none of it had been out. She was like, We did do one thing that we really hope doesn't air. Yeah, but she kept one asking us, Do you think it's cringe? Do you wonder do you know if it's cringe? I was like, you know what? It is a little bit cringy, but your fans will love it. You wanna know why it's cringy? is because it's reality TV. They're not actors. We're not trying to really fall into this moment. (laughs) Right, But I thought it was hysterical when the previews came out for this season. It was one of the first things they showed in the preview. That's what I'm saying. She she messaged us after that. Yeah, And she said, hey, do you think that was cringe? And we're like, no. But on Watch What Happens Live, the two people that were on it said that they loved and had a tip their hats to Whitney for doing that. I'm all, well I mean I, I love it I love it you I, I love it. She like poured champagne on our breasts. you poured um, bourbon on something and I looked about oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say you surprised me you <laughs> Well, we didn't make artwork like that. <laughs> we certainly did we not certainly like did our, not our, but our i guy thought guy. it was really fun i loved it i just need justin to wear whitey tidies like a real dad does be a real dad wear whitey tidies, please <laughs> that's your fetish i would have loved to have seen that <laughs> yeah he, he, would he had like them. boxers on or something yeah. like, stupid you can't see anything you don't get any kind of fantasy <laughs> from that Well, at least you got him shirtless. Ugh, Justin, so... He is the cutest thing in the world. Those big (laughs) dimples. He is quite adorable. Now we're all getting ready for the Vita Tequila party. Jen Shaw don't have her wig on yet. No, she does not. (laughs) Uh, Jenny's picking out a dress with Atlas and Triton. Mm -hmm. Should she choose the holy dress? Which I feel like we've seen that holy dress before. I don't know where. Um, John and Lisa Barlow are driving around and what's that little green vehicle thing that they, what do you, I don't know what that that? is. I have no clue what that is. It was so cool. They, they were having a blast, but I wouldn't even know what to call that kind of vehicle. I don't know what it is. I think it's really funny when they do put do like the '80s VCR filter over the screen, but they keep the 2021 date in the bottom <laughs> corner. <laughs> I know. It's like this weird contrast. But, I know, but that's that's the way everything was back yeah. in the day. It showed the date in the bottom yes, right corner. I, that, you know, remember, but all I great. wanted to do was put on my roller skates and go roller skating because it looked like a roller skating area, yes. like laser tag. There's black lights everywhere. Put on the Xanadu soundtrack. <laughs> whatever whatever you played in the 1920s whatever it was that was the 80s we we listened to a lot of r&b in the 90s (gasps) unbreak my heart oh girl when that song came on i rolled backwards all the way through the roller skating ring all the time because i was b a that's bad ass well, this is an 80s-inspired event, so we're doing with the 80s soundtrack. It's, I think it's 80s slash early 90s. Well, she didn't say early <laughs> 90s, but it's really an 80s yeah, It is totally to 80s. But this is not a theme party. Oh my gosh, Lisa! This is not a theme party. <laughs> Lisa! If you wear a freaking costume... Lisa, I'm not! Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to. But I would totally come dress as Madonna i know She'd you. have to laugh, right? I, I if you. I came dressed as Madonna, wouldn't she? She'd have to laugh about it, right? Well, which version of Madonna? Uh, uh, well, the '80s version of Madonna. Well, gosh, I don't know what that is. Ooh, that's true. There are a few different iconic looks. Which, which music video? I mean, I think that she was thinking early Madonna, like "Lucky Star," "Borderline." That's like the stereotypical '80s image that people think of, like a virgin. Yeah, I was thinking more like it's a virgin. all the same look. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Meredith and Seth are on the way. You can tell that they're nervous, but I like that Seth is wearing a Reagan Bush shirt. I I wonder where he got that. (laughs) He probably got it back in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, been holding on to it ever since. I love Jinsha's turban, but I don't know if I get it. No, no I don't like is. it. I think she looks beautiful. I'm not a fan of it. I, I actually like it outside of the theme. She looks great. I just don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. You don't have to. It's okay if you don't okay. like it. <laughs> but you do have to like how pretty uh, Heather and Dre look. Yes, they look so cute. And so does Jenny. I love Jenny's hair and her red dress. I think it's adorable. Yeah, her, especially the hair. Mm-hmm. I have to say though, I've stopped investing in Jenny. I did too, and I hate it. Yeah, I feel bad. I do feel bad because she was so lovely when we met her. Like this fight that she has later on. I'm like, oh yeah, it doesn't feel good to get talked about, does it? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's all I want to say. So I, 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 I do feel horrible. That it sucks. I it's just the way I feel. Uh, when Meredith arrived, Lisa just acts like nothing is wrong, and this is the second time that Heather gets irritated. She hates it when they act like nothing's wrong. I know, but like honestly, like it's gone to the point where y'all have repeated the same argument over and over and gotten nowhere. Isn't it time to just take a break from all of it and just kind of like ignore it yeah. <laughs> and move on? And maybe even at this party, especially. Yeah, who cares? Why are we gonna get into it at this party? Please don't get into this party. I can't I can't deal with it but anymore. But what kind of finale party would it be if the, somebody didn't get into it? I was Very happy that at least a glass was broken. (laughs) Right? I agree with Heather wholeheartedly that we have, I have crushes on several of these husbands, in particular Justin and Sharif, but especially Justin. Yeah, Heather says Justin's her main. All I'm saying is, Heather, if something tragic happens and they break up at some reason and you get Justin, I want dick pics. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Period. That's what all of my girlfriends do for me with all their boyfriends. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, Heather's going to date her good friend and cousin. I bet you. Uh, yeah, I know. But I bet you if me and Whitney hung out enough and I got her drunk, I would be like, girl. Because you would start showing her pictures of mine. That's what would happen. Well, how else are you going to get the ball rolling? Mm, let's not get that ball rolling. That weekend D! I have seen (laughs) Whitney in that green suit in person, actually. She wore it to the Iris and Beau event that I went to, and she looks really, really pretty in that suit. It looks really beautiful. Are we going to talk about what Mary looks like? She looks... (laughs) Do you remember that movie in the 90s? It was a kid's movie, and it was called Shazam? Yeah. And uh, what was it? Shaq was in it. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't remember the movie. uh, That's what she looked like. She looked like Shaq from Shazam. Did he wear a dress? (laughs) It wasn't a dress. It was pants. It was split in the middle, but it was really baggy and the gold She's wearing a skirt, isn't she? No, she isn't. She's wearing pants. It looks like a skirt, but I saw it. It is pants. It is baggy, baggy pants. No way. Mm I thought she was wearing a skirt. It looks like a Sultan's pant. Sultan's I did not pants. catch that. So that's, and the gold top, it just made me, it It looked like the MC Hammer Pan. It just looked like a Sultan. So it was I was like, get... oh, hey, Shaq from. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it just looked disheveled and it didn't match. Oh, she's got those gloves on again, for sure. Uh... Now, Mary ignores Jenny again when she's like standing right next to her, like they did back when Dewey finally, ad- I guess it was Seth's birthday, when Dewey was like, hi, Mary, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? She's upset that she's not coming over to say hi. I'm like, girl, that, the last time you guys saw each other, she's flat out said she doesn't even like you, doesn't want anything to do with you. So why do you yeah. want, do you why really do you expect her to come say hi? And why would you want her to? Yeah, why do you even care? Yeah. So Sharif thanks Mary for inviting Jen Shaw to her church. Oh my gosh. It was impeccable timing. And the people at Mary's church were really exceptionally kind to Jen. Uh, 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 but do you know why? Do you know why? Because they follow my lead. I told them to be nice to your wife because she's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not what she said. But she literally does say, like, they're following my lead. They're nice to her because of me. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you are the meanest person I have ever seen on TV. <laughs> literally, she is so mean and vile. And she does not want to be at this party at all. <sighs> So Whitney interrupts and asks me to talk, and Mary's not into it. I and I kind of well, don't blame her. You can see that Whitney said a little bit too much tequila. But, and if I was Whitney, I would be like, all right, why am I even trying? Like, why yeah. am I trying? <laughs> like, why? I'd Who like, cares, okay, Whitney? never mind. Yeah, I'd yeah, be like, F that's you, Mary, I, I don't care. Do. But instead, Whitney bothers her enough to where she takes her to the side and apologizes to her for talking about at Mary's church. But then when Mary asks her why she did it... Whitney then starts explaining it away and kind of not... Like, the validity of her apology starts to go away a bit. Yeah. Uh, And Mary's just like, don't validate yourself. Yeah, and Mary shouldn't have asked that question. Or I guess Whitney could have just said, it's because I was angry with you and I repeated things that I had read and heard. I guess that's what Whitney's response could have been. Either way, there's nowhere that this conversation's going to go. Yeah, but I'm just not generally the kind of person who offers an apology and then offers excuses. Yeah. Yeah. But Jenny's right there, and she interrupts when she hears Mary say that Mary is not a mean person. (laughs) And Jenny is immediately aggressive. Oh, yeah. It's like she's been waiting for this finale. She's like, I gotta make sure I'm back on next season. Yeah. Oops. Whoops. But Mary calls her hood. That's her favorite thing to say, oh, you getting all hood on us? (sighs) So Mary walks away and brings Whitney with her so they can talk away from Jenny. But Jenny There's, follows. Yeah, Jenny's right on their tail. I do kind of like the line, I didn't sign up for you. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good line. <laughs> that is good. Whether she's talking about the show or whether or she's talking about Or whatever. Like, oh, line, yeah. It's I didn't sign up for a you, girl. Good line. <laughs> but Jenny is out of control. She's like knocking over into Whitney. She's obviously had too much. Yeah. Of you know, tequila makes people angry. Oftentimes. yeah. But this, uh, but Ginny is just a bit too much for me right here. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm like, I'm kind of team Mary right here. Mary's not engaging with it. She's just walking away. But when Mary walks away, did you notice that Ginny looks at Heather and Heather's like, yes. No. Yeah. Heather, no. Heather encourages Ginny <laughs> to follow after Mary. Oh, good girl. If you watch it, Ginny is or Heather's like, yeah, go follow her. Go after her. <laughs> And then Jenny throws the glass, and again right this, at her feet. This is too much. Now Jenny is posting on social media. Her post has been about like all of the racist things that Mary has said about her. And then I didn't throw the glass at her; I threw it at the ground. Yeah, that glass shatters and yeah. flies. Can't and throw- did you see those two producers or cameramen kneeling right there? Yeah, you can't throw a glass. You know, at least when Teresa throws a glass, she throws it in the opposite direction. So did Jen Shah? She th- she. Hurled that thing. But I'm not okay with this, especially we know that she has a violent past. And has broken Dewey's ribs by throwing something. And what I'm even more upset about is that no one. Has says or does anything about it? <laughs> if Mary had thrown that glass, even though Mary is a monster, this we would be talking about this completely differently. Yeah. But not a single person there admonishes Jenny, tells how talks about how inappropriate it is. And I understand they all hate Mary, and Mary, you know, kind of deserves it. Yeah. But it's not okay to behave that way. Well, honestly, I don't think anybody really had a chance to really do anything after that point. Everyone was the the show was kind of. By then, and yeah, true. They're like, Can we just get this over? Mary's gone. Can we just get this over with and start enjoying ourselves? We filmed way too much. I was surprised that Lisa didn't care about it at all. Lisa was like, There to have a good shot. I don't care. Throw more glasses, just don't throw the promotional bottles. Yeah, (laughs) right? That's you go. I like that kind of Lisa Barlow. Mm -hmm. But we end up this episode, you know, the guy is recapping their mission of getting all the women to get along, and basically, I think they're just giving up, and they're like, they're just going to have to align themselves because, <laughs> girl, that's. But Lisa wants everyone to be close and to be strong. Yes, well, that goes really well, and that that entices Jen to ask Meredith, they are friends, because she's very confused, and this part is like I've said this before. Jen Shaw is Teresa 2.0 <laughs> Teresa Judice because right here she still can't understand that Meredith is still dealing from the trauma that Jen has done to her none of the other ladies have done to her yeah but she's like i'm still dealing with yeah. the trauma over this and Jenna's just like, well, you're dealing with trauma, but you're still friends with all of them. And I'm like, it's because of you. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she she just can't Well, you get... know, and we'll talk about it when we recap uh, Jersey this week. Because a lot of people feel like, oh, you know what? We're friends or we're family. I should be able to say these horrible, awful, mean things to you. And you should be able to forgive me right away for no. it. No. <laughs> And that's kind of how Jen Shaw seems to f- look like this. Yeah. But I really don't understand where all this goes awry. It ends up talking about, you know, revisiting the Meredith and Seth and fidelity from last season. But it just kind of came out of nowhere. And Meredith just exploded out of nowhere. Like, I didn't... I, I I don't know if she's mad just because it was brought back up somehow by someone or, or what. But she just... She's just tired of old stuff coming up that they've already talked about. Because that's all this whole season has been. It's the same questions being asked a yeah. 20 <laughs> different ways. Meredith is like, you all... Cannot ask me any more questions about anything. Like legit. Y'all are are what can't... answers do you not have by now? Oh my gosh. Start a documentary. Start a podcast about <laughs> me or something. Figure it out for yourselves because I'm done. <laughs> and then she just ends up getting Seth and then just like running her mouth the whole way out of the <laughs> Well, party. maybe I should be telling everybody who everybody's sleeping with, but the people don't know about. <laughs> um, I must say Meredith looked really gorgeous at this party. She did. She didn't have any ostrich fellas. And in the you know, at season one finale parties when she wore that mask over her face. Mm-hmm. So she fashion, really... darling. Fashion. Yas. Jinshaw tries to like mediate for a minute, which is weird, but then once Meredith leaves, she goes off on about how Meredith had sex with all of the Upper East Side. Yeah. <laughs> we have a few cute little scenes in between like the car, the closing cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Whitney and Justin making out on the couch. She's straddling him. Mm. I, I can't do that to you because I cut off the circulation to your legs. <laughs> I liked Heather and Dre talking to John Barlow. That was a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you notice that in the closing cards, there's not one for Jenny? <gasps> oh, I didn't notice that. Even Mary gets one, but Jenny doesn't get Ooh, one. scandalous. So we end up with Meredith and Seth are more in love than ever. They recently celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary and no boob cakes were involved. Aww. Any dick cakes? <laughs> <laughs> Jen Shaw is anxiously awaiting her trial in March of 20- 2022. What, what? My birthday! Oh, I'm sure my she's birthday not as month. excited about that. Oh. In the meantime, she tries to stay positive, relish in the good times, and avoids thinking about her old closet. Oh, yeah, that's devastating. Mm. Mary is spending 2022 focusing on the joys in her life. She's spending more time with her son, her church, and her mannequins. Well, I don't uh, believe that. First of all, her church is closed up now, from what I understand, so that's (laughs) not true. She hasn't spoken to her son since they filmed that (laughs) putt-putt scene. So the only the p- true part about it's it is the, the mannequins. mannequins. <laughs> they still have not found that poor organizer, clo- orga- <laughs> that closet organizer lady that went in there months ago. That's <laughs> Never Mary's, came out. That's how Mary's gonna make her comeback later by going to prison. <laughs> It's not gonna have anything to do with her, no. her her church. It's just gonna be about that poor dead people underneath her, like, her house. There's like, there's like, they find out there's like twelve home, home organizers there dead, dead. underneath <laughs> piles in a closet. <laughs> Don't forget the pets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whitney has traded in the title of Little Girl. For CEO, she's focused on more alone time with Justin and less robotic sex. You know what else she's doing? What's that? Eating businesswoman special, yeah, specials. Yeah, she's eating businesswoman specials. Yes. Lisa Barlow has spent the last few months reflecting on her friendships. She's decided to be more upfront about her feelings when she's unmiked in the privacy of her own. <laughs> Whoops! Yikes. Finally, Heather has officially embraced being an ex-Mormon. To celebrate, she took a yacht trip to Norway. No word yet as she snagged herself a Viking. Yeah. I wonder, if, okay, I know who she went with on that trip, because um, she f- did an episode of Live Love Lab from what now I know as Norway. And she was there with her, one of her gay best friends. So I don't know how much, like, uh, cruising Boys went on, because he's married. Uh, you could still cr- help your girl cruise for straight, oh, right? For straight stuff, <laughs> for trade. Yeah, get that straight <laughs> trade. I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> well, let's go uh, take a break and find out how to find some straight trade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll text Heather and see if you're she gonna, got it. Yeah, I guess you got to lure them in with saying, hey, you want to watch a football game or something like that? Football and beer. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. And they'll be like, dude, football season's over. I'm like, whatever sport, you know, I'll just I just Sports and beer. In. Yeah, I'm going to get you All right, girl. well, let's go take a break and watch some sports and drink some <laughs> beer. Uh, bye. This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Hello, we're back. We are back with New Jersey episode three, and we have taglines. We finally got taglines. It's so weird that they wait episodes to do taglines now. That's normally Whoa. what people get so excited about. We're waiting to unveil our taglines until
1: after celebrity is
0: over. Starts off with Melissa Gorga. Some people are born great, and some are born Jersey. Now, Melissa feels the same way about this tagline as everyone else. She says that she didn't write this one and she hates it. Oh, really? Yeah, some people are born great and some people are born jersey. It's meh. Meh. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Meh. Mm. Dolores. I don't start the drama. Hi. But I will stop the show. I'm not mad at that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I get it. Well, I think Dolores starts some drama. Uh, yeah <laughs> uh, well, according to Laura you don't uh, then we have Margaret's. I say when you have nothing to hide there's nothing to lose well you know Margaret is pretty transparent she's very transparent so I think that's perfect yeah, for her she lets it all hang out um, and then Jackie you don't have to pay me a compliment but you do have to pay me respect I feel like this is going to like go with Jackie's attitude This. this season. one's my favorite Oh, really? Yeah, this this one's my favorite because I feel like it's definitely her story, this line. This one. I hope so. Especially after just this episode. Yeah, I hope so. She did sound like a little bit of a little girl when she said it. though. Oh, Jennifer Aiden. My nose may be new. Cheers! But I could still smell a rat. Still got to brag about her looks or money. You know, it's just not, I'm just not into it. Um, I think, I, I actually kind of liked it. I actually kind of liked it, because, you know, it. bless her heart, she can't escape that her face is part of her storyline this season. But I, I also think that it, she smells a rat, I think she might be just smelling her new nose, because <laughs> she's the rat, she's the one that's been like, I just don't have any sympathy for her right uh, now. Oh, you've turned to Team Dolores and Margaret? Yeah, I'm just, I just don't really have any, any sympathy for her, um sad girl act with this I, I do oddly um yeah it sucks but this is consequences for your actions and you gotta be a big girl and take it on the chin sorry you don't come after other people's families you don't come after other people's relationships and then when it happens to you you go oh, oh no <laughs> No, suck it up. Be a big girl. It was ten years ago. Now you have to tell your children because you were trying to rat other people's families and talking about other people's families and kids on social media. So it's karma girl. Deal with it. Wow, this is different from the last two episodes. Yes. I just after this episode because she starts she starts to try to talk crap about Jackie to Dolores behind Jackie's back as well. Well, I don't want to throw Jackie under the bus, but she says you're not a good friend to me. I'm just like, she can't help herself but to talk behind everybody's backs. Okay, we can talk more about that. Over it. Over it. (laughs) And then finally, Teresa's. I have a new king. Good job. Finally! But I'm still the queen of New Jersey. I mean... I don't. I don't see Louis as a king in any way, shape, or form. I don't feel like he has any type of like royal uh, demeanor. Listen, a guy can't, a guy can't get naked and run around naked with a bunch of guys in the forest. Then, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> but Teresa is the queen of New Jersey. She really is the queen of New the Jersey. The thing of, and Teresa knows it. Like she'll say it. She'll flat out tell you, not just in a tagline, but in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, argue with her. Do it. Like, how dare like you. <laughs> on Ultimate Girls Trip, she was. She, I mean, she had made no bones about. Being a star, the star of oh, New Jersey. Oh yeah, I mean she really is. Yeah, I mean I've read before that New Jersey would probably be canceled if Teresa left. I mean, if I was in New Jersey, and I had a kegger, I would invite Teresa <laughs> right. to my New Jersey kegger. <laughs> so we start off the episode with Frankie cooking uh, at their home with Dolores. Doctor Gabby comes home. Uh Dolores asked Gabby, does your patients love you as much as your mom? And Gabby's like, no one loves me as much as my mom. (laughs) And I was like, but I think Gabby's a vet. So yes, her patients do love her as much as her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I mean, they they might be a little bit even more. (laughs) People are obsessed with their pets. Yes, they are. Frankie brings up everyone's dissatisfaction with the house being complete. Oh, Gabby hates it. Yeah, Gabby... Gabby seems to hate her own father. <laughs> I, kn- I know, because you said she calls him Frank. And I was yeah. like, well, are they? Is that her real dad? Or, or is she just being a a grumpy Well, it daughter? kept showing, it kept talking about the relationship. It is her dad. Yeah, so it's just kind of weird. It's, it's, it kind of reminds me of the attitude that Gia has. She's like, kind of just kind of moody. Well, According, uh, Dolores says though that Gabby that there's a strain because Gabby remembers Frank's temper when they were younger. Yeah, I mean they all remember it, but apparently Gabby is having a hard time getting over it. Mm-hmm. And Gabby does kind of have a foul mouth and a and a tough attitude. She's got a strong personality that <laughs> is for sure, and you could totally tell Frankie kind of. He will stand up if he needs to, but I think he kind of goes with the flow. Oh, he even says he's a pushover in this. Yeah, scene. he's just like, whatever, you guys. God, he's just in a, such a, a good kid. <laughs> Dolores is like, you know, I kept this family together through all kinds of stuff, including a divorce. And I'm like, Dolores, you know that once you divorce, it is kind of weird to actually, like, keep the family together under one roof. <laughs> I mean, I have heard of it before, Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But everyone has grown up. The way that you kept the family together, it's like a divorce never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Um, There's a quick... uh, So they're going to have a family meeting to talk to Frank. Basically, Gabby is just going to be like, you can't have any fun here. You can't have any girls here. You can't have a life here. Yeah, Frank's going to move in, and uh, they're all going to live together, and the rules are going to be tight. Um, There's a quick scene with Melissa and the boys swimming, and then... There's another poop scene at Jackie's. <laughs> it's a quick poop scene. but you, It's a quick pooper. But there was a poop conversation with Evan and Jackie last season, too. <laughs> like, these people yeah, I remember talking that. about poop. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> Everyone poops, but we don't have to talk about right, it. Right, <laughs> that's how I feel. Um, at the Hazel Boutique, Gia is having a photo-, photo shoot of her waking up in the morning sweatshirts. Well, this is another Brooks line. Because it is just a sweater with a tagline on it. I don't think though that Gia is trying to call herself a fashion designer. She's just trying to, she's trying to money. make money. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Anyone can put a, a slogan on it. Does all it say is "Waking up in the morning" on the front? Is that all it says? And then on the back it says "Thinking about whatever the next lyrics are." Cool. <laughs> I mean, but make that money. I mean, do it, girl. Use good. The momentum, do it. I mean, there it was strike everywhere. when the iron is hot. I guess. Right. So Louis has sent everyone a text saying that they should do a pizza night with Zia Melissa and Zio Joe and Melania is like, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> it reminds me of that one season where uh, Joe, Giudice and Teresa are trying to kind of get back together and he's like, so, so, you, you like these five rings? You like these? You like these five rings I just got you with all these diamonds? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, is a hothead. If you think Gia is outspoken, watch out for Melania. She is, but she has said that Joe never messaged her, so she has no way to heal from it. <sighs> um, but Gia says something. Do you really want to hang on to this grudge forever? And Melania's yeah. like, yeah, hell yeah, I will do it to the grave. Well, Gia also <laughs> reminds us that Melania, out of all of them, is a daddy's girl. Like, out of oh, all of them. Oh, 100%. She always has been. Yeah. Gia in her confessional looks so pretty. Oh, yeah. Like, Gia, Gia and Ashley Gay, in my opinion, are the two housewives' daughters that, like, their beauty just takes my breath away sometimes. Good looking kids. Frankie's he he's just gorgeous. I, I can't get enough. Of Frankie. Oh yeah, I can't oh, yeah. I can't get enough of Frank either. <laughs> well, we all Frank know that Frank Senior. We all know that. What's up, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> well, Gia and Teresa encourage Melania to let it all in, but she wants to hold on the grudge. We'll see. The guys are meeting at Midland Brew House. <laughs> I love what they argue about. They're arguing about who gets laid more. <laughs> I love that Big Frank orders a green apple martini. <laughs> I love Frank. I love I him. mean, there's not much more of a him. dainty drink. I, that you I could love get. him. Oh my gosh, I just love him. He's just he's perfect. I feel like they're meeting together at lunchtime and they're just doing like shot after shot after shot. I can't do that. Heck no, not I mean maybe they're meeting later. It just looks like they're there at the lunchtime. Um, you know, they talk for a moment about how Dolores was the perfect wife. Yeah, Frank says she was the perfect wife. He just messed up. It wasn't because there was anything wrong with the relationship. You know, sometimes you just think with that D instead of your head. Yeah. But, uh, Joe Benigno, he's like, well, if Margaret dies, I'm taking Dolores. Oh, I want to see that. I think they're so cute together for some strange reason. No Because, like, when they hold each other, I just think Dolores loves him. Now, Dolores is going to go with a guy who's a lot more fit than Joe. Like Frank. <laughs> she wants a meathead, I think. And I think her new uh, boyfriend is uh, pretty fit too. Mm. And you know, but Dolores is snatched these days. Oh yeah. Frank brings up the, the the tension between everyone, and that Dolores has called a family meeting. He already knows that he's going to get the yeah, the, the shit end of the stick. He's not looking forward to it. Yeah, he's not looking forward to it. Um, they also question whether Dolores and David are still in a relationship. Um, I heard that David is now dating Dolores' new boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. What? I read that. I read that recently. Like oh, within the last my goodness week or two. gracious. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? But there's obviously trouble in Paradise. They turn the conversation to Bill Aiden. They don't think he's doing so well. Yeah, and they, they ask if they've reached out. Frank and Joe have reached out. But other Joe, Margaret Joe, is he's like, you know, she said all these things about our relationship. So yeah. why am I going to call to see if he's okay? Like, it's just probably just going to make the wound worse. Right, like, right. what's the point? Yeah, it's <laughs> been, that's uh, very contentious between those, the couples. Um, and then it turns to Gia respecting Joe Gorga when they were talking about the Aids at Teresa's party and that Joe and Gia are mostly good but he knows he's still in hot water with some of the other girls oh yeah he's not looking so forward to facing everyone at Louis's pizza party Jackie and Evan are at a beautiful restaurant overlooking the water and overlooking and looking at the city skyline but they didn't show the name of the restaurant no, you know and it's I, a I, thing. It's I like... think it's probably because they really didn't show them eating anything there, and then this <laughs> they, conversation... showed, they showed um, Evan ordering, but I don't know. if They, I they don't they think they got food, no food. Came out, yeah. Jackie feels good that the kids are enjoying camp. She's ready to finally enjoy the time that they have while the kids are away. But it was really. Uncomfortable with me at first. We didn't know that we were getting ready to talk about her eating disorder again. So at the very beginning of this scene, when he's like, Hey, will you just eat a bite with me if I order some food? She's like, No, it's too early. It's not, it's just five o'clock. Yeah. I knew right away what that meant. I didn't realize that we were getting ready to talk about her eating disorder, but I knew, Oh, she's feeling out of control. She's got to control her food. And it just really made me very uncomfortable. She's on like a strict, times of when she's allowed to eat yeah it just reminded me how she has to keep real control over this eating disorder like it's something that she has to manage constantly it's sad it's horrible to be going through that all the time yeah i love how they do kind of talk about when they first met they met at some dirty bar and jackie apparently just needed to show him what color bra she had on <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of girl i love it yeah um well there is a lot of like flashback pictures to like when they were in their hottest prime there are also some in flashback- their frats and yeah. sororities yeah there are some flashbacks when jackie wasn't in her best shape as well um so jackie's going to throw a college kegger which looks like a blast yeah, sounds like a blast. What good I've way been to, to a ton of visit those at your youth. I remember there was this one time me and my friends were in Vegas, and my friend was like, there's this huge mansion behind us that I want to go over there and see like who lives there someday. And for some reason, that night after we left dinner, we were driving home, and we saw a ton of cars parking and walking up to that house. It was a bunch of kids who were like, let's just say Sean invited us or something. And so we got out, went to it, and it ended up being a rush party, like a frat rush party or whatever, where they get new yeah. members. Yeah. I had to pay $5. My two girlfriends didn't have to pay anything but there was like a two-story bong there and there was like a smoke room but it was the only college experience I've had (laughs) and you weren't even going to college no So Jackie tells them that back when she was dating, like when they went on the first date, she didn't eat, and that brings us to the eating disorder. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of pictures of her underweight, and she's been avoiding food lately. Ever pretty much ever since over last, last season. season, yeah. She said she lost more weight. Mm-hmm. Now she's just terrified to lose weight or gain weight. She's hungry all the time. She's afraid she's gonna relapse and when kill herself. she said, "I'm always hungry," that was that, that hurt my feelings for her. This whole this whole scene just made me feel yeah, terrible. It was rough. It was really rough. Mm-hmm. I hope she. notice knowing that the kids have been noticing it that was hard for her but knowing that she's recognizing the issue and she's gonna get help that's all and when she said that like um i forgot her husband's name off evan and she said when evan like tried to help her she just shut down the conversation completely and that's hard when you can't help your spouse yeah and he says that he's like i just feel bad i can't i can't help you you know and he has been dealing with this with her for as long as their relationship has existed and it would be really easy to give up. Mhm. But he is such, he's a, such a good, good husband. husband. Yeah, my goodness. He's like I am there with you. He's so sweet yeah. and um, he's just again when he said I'm just sorry I can't help you and it that's that's hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but I am there with you. I'll be pooping in the bathroom next door. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> uh, there's like this flash scene of Margaret and Joe B doing yoga. There's a flash scene of Melissa Gorga at Envy. And now Jackie is calling Jennifer Aiden. Just checking to see how she's doing after Dolores' house or townhouse warming party. And Jackie doesn't believe that Dolores is really being the friend that Jennifer needs. Uh, she should have been more understanding of Jennifer's tears mm-hmm. and Jennifer's fears. So Jennifer, you know, she has Jackie acknowledging her feelings and... and kind of giving her a, an giving okay, her to, an be okay to be sad. And, and it's okay you know, to be I kind of right. feel like it is okay to be sad, too. Of course it is. Of course it is. But Jennifer needs to say, this is on me. I never should have done this and I, if I had skeletons in my closet, and this is what happens. Maybe, maybe I should reflect in myself and be like, maybe I shouldn't talk about other people's relationships or other people behind their back and start stuff. Or my curiosity, quote, unquote. Yeah. I'm just over I it. I think this is a case of two wrongs not making it right. Yeah, but I'm just over the, um, the victim. I'm I'm over the victim part of it. Well, you know she hasn't been around much. She's come to a party and left every time. She's been on on camera with the other girls for like 10 minutes because she really hasn't been able to even have a conversation about it cuz it's just a bit too raw for her. Well, but Jackie invites Jennifer to her college kegger. Jennifer is nervous to go because Teresa can't be there. And Teresa's really her only ally, even though she thought Dolores was at one point. But now Jackie's feeding her this other information. So at least Jackie promises to support her. Yeah. Moving over to Louis's house, getting ready for this... Delicious looking pizza party. He's got a little outdoor pizza oven. That's awesome. I know. Fire pizza oven. It looks so delicious. Aren't they called kilns? Fire kiln, I think. When are we going to find out that Gabriella has a different father? She really looks different. Gabriella doesn't look at all. Like, sometimes I'll try to... She looks the most like Gia. So sometimes when they're standing next to each other, I'm like, okay, they might have a resemblance. But she literally does not look at all like the other daughters, who all look like clones of each other. Yeah, I feel the same way every time I see her. I'm like, huh... But they're preparing some food before the pizza party. Louis is really looking forward to it. He's a positive person. He's not afraid of his feelings. He journals. He does a lot of self-help techniques. And he wants to share them with the family tonight. I was like, that is the most un-Jersey thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, right. Um, and he, he might know how to do some self-help, but he does not know how to self-help himself to some sunscreen on his face. <laughs> Well, he also doesn't know how to give himself help. He needs a, ten other guys to be naked and beating him <laughs> up. <laughs> and he's, they're all very nervous about Melania and Joe tonight. That's <laughs> <Yes>. the <nickname. laughs> so the Gorgas arrive. Um, Teresa tells Melissa that she's not able to go to Jackie's party, and Melissa's happy that Jackie and Teresa are on good terms. But Teresa's like starting to get a little swayed. Y'all, because I can't. I can't. What's the difference between me going to saying <laughs> this at I that know. party and then Marking and going this party? I I just can't. I could not be are. an in-law with Teresa. I couldn't. It would be tough. It would be a nightmare. It would be tough. Well, <laughs> once the food is ready and everyone is sitting down and eating, Louis thanks everyone for coming. And he's going to give everyone two sheets of paper. And everyone immediately like starts Googling like and, and Joe is like nah if we're going to do that just talk right now let's just talk, yeah, right let's just talk. <laughs> let's just, what do you want to get at, what do you want out of your life and what do you want to let go of and and um Luis starts it off and right away, he is saying a lot of keywords that you would hear in a therapy discussion. And Joe Gordon is like, What the hell is he talking about? You're like, We Italians, we don't talk. Yeah, what is this We're like, This is my problem, deal with it or don't. Yeah. That's how they do it. And Louis is like, I just wanna keep moving forward. I wanna push forward. I wanna direct forward. i looking forward. And Joe's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. To be honest with you, all of Louis' feelings would be too much for me, too. Oh, yeah, especially if he was new in the family. I'm like, don't come into my family and try to heal us. And then, like, everything he said was just, like, you're right. It was just, like, buzzword sentences. That's all it was. Added together. A bunch of stuff that you hear in therapy. Like, there wasn't a flow, it was, like, each sentence was a new thought, a new thing that you need to let go of, or a new thing you need to improve on, or whatever. And direct, I need to look forward. No looking in the past. I need a direction forward, you know. It's just, oh, my goodness. So after his whatever it is you want to call it, he's like, okay, Teresa, you go next. And Teresa... there's nothing wrong with Teresa. Yeah. Why are you guys making her talk? What yeah. if she's perfect? Yeah, she doesn't have any problems. Lo- <laughs> Teresa. My goodness. Her fantasy, I wanna her fantasy in her head is amazing. It is so powerful. She could will anything. <laughs> she could will literally anything that she wants it to be. And but even Louie's like well, maybe you don't have to be so judgmental. I am not judgmental. I don't judge anybody. I'm like, oh, my uh, goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, there's going to be some thunder strikes here in a second. <laughs> Melissa wants to lean into spending more time together. And Teresa's like, well, then maybe you should have been inviting me <laughs> over to dinner. <laughs> oh my God! She just literally she proved can't. herself wrong she in two seconds. She can't help it. <laughs> she can't. I, I do love Melissa. Melissa has figured out how to kind of roll over. Yeah. No, not doing this with you. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for kindness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe Gorga, he just believes that people shouldn't hold grudges. This is what we were talking about earlier. In yeah. The episode. It shouldn't matter what you say, no matter how hurtful it is. Family should just forgive you. Well, if you don't want to hold grudges, stop holding grudges on your niece's father. Right? But the bottom, the bottom line is, that's not the way I grew, grew up. That's not the way I think. I think if you love someone, you never let them think that you don't love them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you tear them down and just expect them to get over it. I think that when you love someone, even when you are so mad at them, even when you don't feel like you love them for a minute, you never let them think that you don't. yeah it it's it's not it's definitely not a healthy no, lifestyle no. but it works for a lot of people it, it works does. For, well, I don't know if it works it, but it works happens. for yeah uh, probably a lot of new jersey families and then surprisingly melania takes this opportunity and doesn't get rude or disrespectful and she talks about how she doesn't want to hold on to anything and then joe responds in kind mhm Joe apologizes as well. Yeah, this, and now he understands, like he had to get over his ego and stuff, but now he understands why it's Is but... this like a New Jersey first where they like talk calmly and intelligently and solve a problem? I don't I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I don't like it Especially one bit. Especially between the bit. Gorga Judais clan, you know? Yeah. So now everyone's getting ready for Jackie's kegger. Uh, we have a quick scene with <laughs> Margaret. That quick scene with Dolores. I needed this so much, I needed to hear Frank yell out, Dolores! <laughs> in the I, house. I think he just says Delore. I don't know what he, he says. Delore! I, I, I I like, just, that's weird. I missed that so much. Well, once he moves in, we're going to get it every over and over again. Frank, you can move in here. <laughs> Um, In Melissa's really quick scene, she tells Joe that she's going to invite all the girls to the Shore House next weekend. Jennifer's getting ready. Jennifer Aiden, she calls Bill. She's hesitant, but she's glad to have him there by her side. Um, Tracy, the new girl, she's team Jennifer. I'm glad that Jennifer, I'm glad that she's on an island at least. She's got... Jackie, who is on her side, but still, Jackie is kind of neutral in a way, even though she understands that Jennifer needs support in a situation like this. And now she's got Tracy. Um, she doesn't have Dolores. Oh, but, yeah. you know, Jennifer's got Teresa. She's not doing too bad. Well, yeah, you could have some friends and stuff. Yeah, she's but, not doing too but, bad. But, yeah, you know... You, you might need to get off the cross in a minute because somebody <laughs> else might need it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, Jackie is beyond excited about this party. Like, she is floating. The, I feel like this really is her thing. Keggers, you know, Bring, I, bringing I feel it like back. that's awesome. I'm bringing it back to the old day. Yeah, beer pong. Yeah. I like when they show up, when everyone starts showing up, Joe Borg is like, is it tequila night or vodka? Vodka, v- night. vodka I'm night. I'm like, I thought it was beer night. <laughs> but they even do beer pong and they have shots of vodka in them. Um, the food looks delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank is the designated keg stand holder. Yeah, Frank is getting um, pretty white on his head. Did you notice this? Uh-uh. He's looking white this season. Like not tan enough? No, his hair oh. on his face and head, he's hes whiting up. Oh, I did up not notice that. Well, there is just a lot of shit-talking going on, you know. Dolores being Joe B's hall pass. Joe (laughs) saying that Melissa looks good because he keeps her active. (laughs) So stupid. Uh, Melissa confirming that Joe has good junk in his (laughs) pants. And Margaret's Uh, like, yeah, Dolores can confirm that. I know, I was like, wait, What? Laura's like, nope, never saw it. Nope, nope. So Laura's like, ah, don't start this. Melissa's, and so they're like, they go over to Joe and Melissa's like, did y'all ever hook up? Yeah, like, wait, what is this? and and they're just nothing it just kind of peters out but they just there's there's no Margaret being like oh I just assumed it or oh I just made that up to be funny it just kind of confirms that they never hooked up and that's the end but my goodness everybody feeding into his ego right now is, and even Melissa's like everybody stop you need to stop feeding his ego because this is all I'm going to hear about for (laughs) next week (laughs) Um, so Melissa asked Jackie if she invited Jennifer Aiden to the party. And, pretty, you know, like, <laughs> Margaret's just talking about how Jennifer's got to shut off the waterworks and quit being so dramatic. And yeah. Tracy's just like, but Margaret, can you just have, like, a smudge of sympathy towards her? You know? Maybe just, like, because every time Margaret's seen her, she keeps going in on her. Like, Margaret is not holding back anything against Jennifer. Well, I mean, Margaret, it's not like Margaret did this very viciously like out of nowhere she tested waters last season and said it and jennifer aden still can't can't help herself with her quote-unquote curiosity in finding out more dish about people. So I'm I'm, I'm on Margaret's side. I'm just like, you know, get over it. You can be sad. You could be upset. But I don't want to see Waterworks here anymore. I want an apology for what you did to me. I'll apologize for saying it out loud on TV. But listen. <laughs> you know, like I said, I see both sides. If I mean was Jennifer Aiden and I had to deal with my face on camera right now, looking crazy as it does, and deal with this... uh Unexpected truth to come out. I, I, I would, I would have a hard time dealing with it. I'm not, again. I don't two, think she's We have a, we have two wrongs making. Um, I don't think she's having a hard time accepting that paycheck from Bravo. Each well, episode. no, but you know what? <laughs> Bra- uh, New Jersey ratings are soaring, mm-hmm. and it's because of Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. Well, I mean, do it, girl. Whatever you're doing, I'm. I'm just kind of. I'm over it. <laughs> That's okay. You can. <laughs> you can't be. be vicious and malicious for a I mean, whole season, and then, then all of a sudden, your truths come out, and all of a sudden, you're upset. It's weird. <laughs> I've always despised Jennifer Aiden. She and Candace Dillard have always been my least two favorite houses. I liked ever. her with her storyline with her family, but her, her parents. That's this it. season, again, I see both sides, and I have a little bit of compassion for her. I did at first, but then I'm like, okay, that faded quick. You know, um, and then when Jennifer and Bill arrive, you know, Jennifer wants Margaret to know what she did was hurtful. Meanwhile, we know that Margaret feels the other way around. Um, Then out of nowhere, they asked Dolores about David. It literally just came out of nowhere. Uh, Um, But we finally get confirmed that Dolores and David are no longer They broke up the day before, she said. Oh, I missed that. She said they broke up just the day before this. Well, That's going to hurt. But Dolores, you know, she's... She is knowing what she wants, and she knows that he's never going to be what she needs. Yeah. So, the shots come out, pressured by Joe Gorga, as usual. Shots out of an ice pineapple. (laughs) Jackie gets, yeah, on the beer luge. (laughs) The guys play some beer pong. And then finally, Dolores goes over to say hello to Jennifer Aiden. I feel like this took a very long time. And Dolores explains that what Margaret did was rough, but Dolores understands what Jennifer did to deserve it. Mm -hmm. Again, I think we all see this. Yeah, Um, Jennifer tells Dolores that, you know... Even Jackie has mentioned a bad friend. You. I don't want to. I don't want to throw Jackie under the bus, but I'm going to say this anyways. And you know, it's just. Well, I feel I'm, like I'm Jennifer. It. I feel like Jackie knew that once she said it on camera, that it would be used again. But like, listen, Jackie is one of the only people that have your back right now, girl. Why are you going to turn around and try to get her in trouble with Dolores? It's stupid. Well, it kept the heat off Jennifer Aiden because then Dolores oh and gosh. Jackie get into it. <sighs> because you know Jackie was talking and you know I feel like Margaret is Dolores' friend first and Dolores like don't talk on my behalf but even Del- uh, even Margaret was like was like yeah we're friends first yeah but we're friends more than anything else <laughs> yeah and I'm like see you just even Jackie was like right about it <laughs> uh, but Dolores is like don't be listening to this Yeah, that was nice. Talk to me. Yeah, that wasn't nice. And that sets drunk Jackie off. But she's like, You're going to respect me. Don't talk to me like that. And Dolores gets what I would like, like what Mary would say, Hood, gets Hood on her. And it's like, What are you going to do about it? (laughs) I wouldn't fight Dolores. I would not fight Dolores. I'm terrified of her. (laughs) But they get right in each other's faces and they have to pull Dolores back. Oh, yeah. They. And thus ends the episode, as usual. The one scene that they've been talking about since last episode. It was at the very end. So we'll start the next episode off with the rest, with the same fight. (laughs) You know, same exact footage. Well, we did it. We made it through. I promise, again, we will get caught up. By the time this is out, Jersey episode four will already be out. So we'll get caught up and... um, by the time Salt Lake City is over, hopefully we'll be right back on track. Yes. Um, but sadly, we're a little bit off track with our reviews and ratings. No, I'm not, not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm just going to say nothing. <laughs> All right. So help me uh, keep Hunter at bay and calm by fall first following us on our socials. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at TheRealHouseBears at com. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star rating and a cute little review or just a five star rating. I don't care because y'all aren't doing your job anyways. <laughs> so I'm not. Mad, I'm just disappointed, but I'm over it. (laughs) So, I hope that you guys will leave a nice, cute little review or a nice five star rating. But you know what? I'm not gonna hold my breath. Yeah, when you don't leave ratings and reviews, I have to live with them. So, please, for the (laughs) love of God. I do love all of our fans and everybody that has written reviews. But dang, y'all, we've got millions of listeners. We should have, like, a million reviews. Uh, And get us a million more. Thanks a lot so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, it's on. Sounding check, sounding check, oops, oops, sorry, sounding, sound check, (laughs) this is Hunter Harden. Hello. Oh, what is that? Uh, Never mind. (laughs)